So remember, I like told you yesterday that I, I was on Malie's profile. Yeah. And it came to me what we can do to take the part to the next to the next level. She did like a a vibrator review. <laughs> we can't do that, just imagine. Nah, we can. Oh. We do the um vagina uh mold review. The, the vagina toy. You're putting me on the spot there. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Actually, never mind. Never, never mind. mind. Never mind. Never, that pause there told me everything it needed. How are we going to do that though? <laughs> no, you just... So what you do is you unbox it like the influencers yeah. do. Yeah. And then you pause the camera. <laughs> Yo. And then you go test it out. And then you come back, and then you give like a score out of ten. Yeah. Or how quick after after the third one, the fucking show is gonna be on for like three days. <laughs> 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 oh yeah. Nah, okay. Let's not. Let's not. Listen. I apologize in advance if this is on the album tomorrow, but just in case it's not. Oh, is it like this oh, today? Like come on, man. 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 Come on, My face sounded the window because that was the cash flow. Huh? New, new, new. Fresh as fuck. Yes, that's him. That is Brazil at the level, man. My face started to dwindle. Times when I thought I should have stuck on my old friends. I might have been at the end of my rope on both ends. Wait, is that Keenan on the mic? Yes, indeed it is. Kids, I went to high school. We got trust funds, but we have more fun trust. Oh, the kids I went to high school with their trust funds, but we had more fun trust. You know what I mean? Yo, you can never get me so fucking excited before the time. Are you crazy? Welcome to another episode that's wrong of, you, that. of the Red Cup Podcast. <laughs> that's wrong of you to do that. Man. I'm your host, Keenan, a.k.a. Giant, a.k.a. O-V-O Giant. To my left, I have... Hey, it's your boy, Francois, a.k.a. Faf, a.k.a. Fresh as fuck. We in the building. We are here, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode. Happy Friday to all of you right now. And oh, how could you do that to me now? You know, like the that, thing man, is, just yo. to set the vibe, man. Just to set <laughs> oh, the vibe. He's going to put me on that mood now. Just to set the vibe. That's all I was trying <laughs> oh. to do, man. I didn't try to get anyone raveled up, you know. We, we're here to deliver <laughs> yeah. a good podcast uh, tonight. I don't want to pod now. I'm, just, I'm super angry now about life. <laughs> just, yeah. You need to go <laughs> uh, relook. Yo. And a few things. Shit. Tomorrow's going to be different. Well, yeah. today is different. Today is different. Today is different. I hope all of you are well. Shout out to our YouTube listeners. Shout out to our Spotify listeners. We really appreciate you all. Welcome to another episode, like we said. And yeah, let's jump straight into it. Fradzwa, you were right. You said, you called it, you said, 
See your B is dropping around your birthday. I knew it. I knew it. Um, I was hoping he's dropping it on my birthday, but at least close the, enough. You could say it was <laughs> dropped in yeah, your birthday. Man. At least the heats would be. At least the heats would be simmered and like start popping on my birthday. The ones that weren't the the singles, the yeah. ones that you find in between the album. Those ones, they will be popping. It would have been digested and broken down, and it would have been felt in the streets. Yeah, and by then I think most of the youth. Yeah, the youth team have the second jabs as well. Yeah. So we might just be in the streets on the 24th of September. It's good. Yeah. You know, just good vibes, positive vibes. Like a bride day, like a heritage day. Alice with Alice. Yeah. Catch us in Woodstock. We might uh, do a penthouse party then. Uh. Oh, my word. You see, just a little bit of Drake is just what you need. To start to lose all your inhibitions. If you're invited, you don't pay for anything. It's oh, all my word. It's, it's all on go binge. Sure. Louis pay. <laughs> <laughs> Louis just jumped out of his seat now here and there. But it's 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 a vibe. It's a vibe. But before we get to that, let's let's go according to the sequence of events over this past week. Um Kanye dropping Donda. Musha. I've been I've been waiting for this man's take the whole week. We haven't been really speaking about it on, on, on social media or on WhatsApp or anything. We decided to leave it for the pod. 100%. And yeah, for your first time and my first time as well, Francois, take it away. Your thoughts on Donda. To start with, it's an incredible piece of art. Mm. It's an incredible piece of art. And I love how we... It was almost like an artist painting his canvas yeah. in front of the audience. You know, yeah. it's like he wasn't in a dark room somewhere painting it till he finds perfection or to tell someone in his camp convinces him this is the perfect version before you show it to the public. The public. He he opened himself and his process to the public. To the public. Yeah. You're referring specifically now to the live events. To the live events. The, because the if you listen events. to, because I obviously downloaded all of them as they came out. Yeah. Um, if you listen to one, two and three, you you hear the progression in those albums, and um, it felt to me almost like a take. Um, it it felt like the album is alive, and I always say like about Kanye, like his albums are alive, right? Because on um, Life of Pablo, he actually changed like Wolves and some of the songs on the album after the release of the album, and this time around, he he was doing it live in front of us. Yeah. So, hundred um, percent. I believe it's a Grammy, a Grammy winning album. In what genre? It would probably be hip hop, but he could also win album of the year. And I would sheesh. Uh, and and it's not because of all the hype around it. Mm, it's because of the it is actual the body of it work. It is the body of work and the progression of what he's doing for hip hop. Yeah, and he's always able to do that. The way he he creates sounds and creates things that gets mimicked in the future mm. by other artists, but it's obvi- it obviously gets dumbed, dumbed down when they do it. Watered down. But you don't realize that it actually is that, that influenced the, the sound of the future. If you go and listen to it with your actual listening ears and you go in depth and you study it, the way we believe we study music yeah. and we go back and we go and listen, you do find that. But... Let me just go back to the Grammy conversation again. 
How crazy would it be? Because I don't think you're far off in that. Sheesh. Spooker. <laughs> I don't. It's Apple because they sponsored the Donda album. Yeah, they're like listening. Activate. They're talking about Donda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, nah, bro, Apple, you know what? Nah, That's Apple, wild. Man. That's a sick Donda. <laughs> um, getting back to, to, to the Grammy conversation that you were having. How crazy would it be if Kanye won gospel album of the year, hip-hop album of the year, and album of the year? And I genuinely don't think it's far off for a number of reasons. One, there is nothing like Donda out there at at the moment. There has never been something like it. Two, we can be as excited as we want to be about CLB, but... That album's for us. It's not for the Grammy CLB, board. CLB is going to outsell fucking everybody. Ever. Yeah, it's going it's to be yeah. the biggest album in terms of numbers of ever. all fucking time. Most streaming numbers. Mm-hmm. Drake is going to have his little number one badge on Spotify. Yeah. Kanye, I checked now before I came here. Kanye's on 22 now. Um, so he's just not at that Justin Bieber. Pop star. The Weeknd. Uh, Taylor Swift. Drake yeah. type fucking level of releases, right? But he moves the culture in a way that those homies can't. Mm. No, for sure. And I think that's something that the Grammy committee will probably pick up um, because those are purists. Yeah, like fuck, the, gr- like fuck the Grammys in their selection way, in their way of selection. So I'm not pro Grammys. Mm. I'm just saying that for a, a hip hop album or a black album, this is probably the best fuck. Not even just like black thing. It's like it's beyond that. Yeah. Because me, it's beyond and, color. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Me and Keenan were driving, and and I thought that he would probably fucking hate it. And Keenan is a guy that works with me. Mm. Um, and it's a white guy, and he, I thought he would hate this fucking album, right? But because it uses so many influences from different types of music, mm. there is something for everyone on the album. For sure. Like a rock star, but I only listens to punk or metal or whatever. There's something for everyone. There is. There is a bit of that sampling and those sort of things. But it speaks to the greatness of the man. I mean, it speaks to Kanye. They were talking about how many producers he had in the, the, the making of this actual album. And he credits every single one of them. It's amazing that he can be so far ahead of the curve and envision something like this and put it together like this. That nobody else could. I don't see anyone else being, being able, able to. to put this sort of body of work together. Yeah, no. Uh, like, closest to that, if you know, must even try to make the comparison, is probably a Cuddy or a Travis Scott who's in his camp anyway. Yeah, that they have <laughs> taken from <laughs> you father. Know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like they're in that camp anyway. Yeah. Um, we're the number one hip hop artist in the world right now, Drake. Learned from him, and yes. he was inspired by Eight to Eights and all that, but it didn't define him. He was more defined by hip hop as a whole, yeah, and R and B and all that. Sounds. And Drake is someone that takes from different genres and different music and stuff like that. So he wouldn't have been classified as the next Kanye in that sense, in yeah. terms of musician musicianship and and those. So sort it's of like things. you know how much I love Travis Scott, right? Yeah. Like fuck, I when he came out as a, especially when, like at first albums, like fuck, I lost my shit. I was like, yo, this is. What was it for you? Was it the fact that it was like nothing you've ever heard? It's it's that, but it's also the rebelliousness of it all. Mm. 
It's like it's not in the box. It's like how the fuck do you think you can come and do that mm. and even be somebody? You know, and you knew you knew <laughs> after guy. I, I love that guy. Yeah. It's so like rebellious nature. Yeah, so, I think it's very rebellious. And when I heard Alfredo, for example, like that was the first time I got into Travis Scott, the Alfredo mixtape or album mixtape, whatever you want to call it. I was like, "Fuck me, this is like Kanye Ribonia." Sure. And you're like, he's next. <laughs> he's next. And for fucking sure, uh, um, birds, what's in like McKnight. And then the album that everyone, I was so fucking shocked that day we were playing football. Yeah. I was excited about Travis' album. And then uh, all the ladies are talking about Travis' album. Yeah. I was like, yo, you guys don't listen to Travis. <laughs> <laughs> But then I realized like he, he was able to break through that whole mold, yeah. you know, so. Even though he wasn't the status quo, he still managed to to become appeal the, to the masses. Yeah, become the masses. But that's what Kanye does. Like Kanye forces you, in a sense, to to fucks with his shit, like to fucks with his music. And for for my own personal perspective, obviously I'm a Drake stan. But like Sunday, I told you that the album's out. Yeah. And you told me to go listen to it on Apple on the with the actual. Yeah, we get the full. The f- the it's full. a different setting. It's, um, what's it called? Uh, not limitless sound. Uh, yes, lim- I think it not is limitless. Fuck. Uh, we'll get to it. Again. Yeah, we'll, we'll get it. We'll, we'll get, get it. it. But I went to go and listen to it in my in through that version of it, and I was like, wow, it actually blows Loss, you lossless audio. Lossless audio. It blows you the away the impact of it because listening to it on Spotify and listening to it on that you better listen to Drake tomorrow on Lastless. Oh yes, I, I'm gonna have to. <laughs> yes, better. that's actually a good point. I didn't think <laughs> Just of that. Tell Candice, look, maybe give your I phone. Know, I know it's six in the morning, but I need your phone. <laughs> I need it right now. <laughs> Just scan her face there while she's sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> You're the creep moves. <laughs> 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 but no, open, open it islands and scan away, away. But no, listening to it, I was like, "Yo, this is unbelievable." The the pure, even the drill songs, like the drill songs that I like. Sure. It's a different type of drill. The beat is harder than anything I've listened to, and the way he put Fabio in that strobe, brother. Why Fabio came in there? Listen, the weekend. I, I see the future. I think. I think I see the future. Because even that, but I, I believed in a boo. So <laughs> yes, you got me onto Big Drip. I believed in before it. Before Big like, Drip was, was a thing. even a banger. Yeah, you told me listen so to I was this. Like, nah, just listen to this now. But listen, this but I, Fabio, Fabio just needs to be in the right hands. And sources say that Kanye's Kanye is going to produce his next album, which if happens, and we take it off, um, um, off the grid, we base it off of off the grid. Shit. It's going to be stupid because he turned into a rapper. Rapper. Yes. And it, it wasn't, like, you know, like, what the fuck he is got this? to the point where it was almost like a the baby sort of situation where people were stereotyping him with right. one flow. He's next. Bro. And it was just box, open, run. That, no, it wasn't that on this. Yeah, because that's his usual flow. That's it was actual yeah, exactly lyrics, that. like thought out. I met her at church. She's my god sister. Like, huh? <laughs> yeah. What do you guys And you know what, my bra or our bra in, U- in the UK, he sends it to me, and he's like, "Shout out, John Michelle." Shout out, John Michelle. My favorite song is um, uh, what's it, Devon and L? Oh, okay, yeah, that's Candice's favorite. That's also. my favorite. And I, I told it today. And I, one thing about my friend, she's got <laughs> she impeccable got <laughs> taste. 
impeccable place. Um, but it, it's only because of what, on that song, it's like if you close your eyes listening to it, yeah. then it feels like the struggle, the struggle, the struggle. And, finally, and then it's like the darkness, like, you know, before you see the light and then you see the light. Did you break through? Um, and that's what Kanye does. You see, from an artist's perspective, he's able yeah. to do that. But when I had five years, so he sends me the thing, he's like, yo, um, what's it called? Off the grid. Of the grid is uh, is the one. I'm like, ah. I'm listening to the same song 10 times over and over here now. Already. I didn't even listen to the rest of the album. And then I listened to it like half-heartedly. Not off, but like off. Like, you know, when you're busy with stuff and your, your one earphone is in, but you're loving your life. Yeah. And then I came to sit down and it was like just after 5.30. So all the ones logged off already. So I'm sitting alone in front of the PC. Mm. And I put both earphones in and I play the thing again. I'm like, oh my God, five. Yep. Five. Yep. You yeah. know, you're touching on something very important. The setting that you listen to a new album in. The cool. way you listen to a, a, a new album. So certain albums, especially this album, you can't be doing housework or be work, be sitting in front of a PC working or yeah. anything like that. You need to actually sit your ass down, close your eyes and just press play. But then go through it. I started listening to jail again. So mm. because you know on Spotify they show you so I I usually listen on, on Apple or I listen to Spotify most of the time. Yeah. And then I listen to um the album obviously on Apple Music just because of the lossless or what what what. But my organic preference is going to Spotify. Yeah. So I open Spotify and I check it and they must tell you how many plays plays the song cut. And jail actually has the most plays. Do you think it's the Jay-Z effect? It's definitely the, the Jay effect. But here's where I want to tell you how fucking why he is the fucking goat. Because the last couple of verses in the on the song, he is referencing the names of other Kanye songs. Whoa. I need to go back. Are you serious? I'm cuck serious, bro. And it will be you to break something no, down. I, like I, I figured it out earlier. I was like, yo. Because he's talking about the throne and all that. So I thought, is this maybe a Jay Z, uh, a Drake? This maybe, yeah, like a like Might just a jab, like just a, a jab, you know? Um, because he, he ends the song with saying "yikes," and you know the song that Drake wrote yeah. is "yikes." And um, I actually need to fucking now hear the song, but he says, "Um, if it's me, it's on site." And there's a song on the Yeezus album, on site, on site, and he's tying it all together. And then there's a fuck. There's another song, but there's three songs that he that I could figure out. That he mentions in the in, in the, the verse. verse. So I was like, yo, this bra. Are you telling me this bra wrote this cack out? Oh, he took it out of his own head just like at freestyle. Yeah, that's why he's the goat. That's <laughs> so, why he is on another. It's like the alien level that they talk about. Yo, that is. Like, this guy's just out of this world. So, actually, Punch TDE, I think, put it in. This is the CEO of um, Kendrick's label. He put it into perfect terms. He says, so I understand the po polarity with Kanye's album. Obviously, you get people that hate it and people that absolutely love it. And on the third listen, it's not really an album at all to me. It's more of a play or a musical, a performance piece. I get the stadium listening sessions now. It's an experience. But uh, it's, he is the Pablo Picasso of our time. Mm. That's why it's like the life of Pablo. And I have huge respect for Kanye. You know, 
couple of things. I have huge respect for Kanye after this album. Like, he managed to convince me, a staunch Drake fan. And before this album, I was like, I need to pick a side. I need to pick a side. I'm not really going to fuck with Donna. It's going to be this gospel album that's trying to be hip-hop. And you know, when that is done, it's often done very badly when a, yeah. a hip-hop album tries to be gospel. But Hillsong is going to have to chill on this. <laughs> like, well. No, really. I'm being honest. Hillsong cannot touch this album. If this is going to be seen as a gospel album, it can't yeah. be touched. And I know it's like rough to say because it's a Christian album, but in terms of music hierarchy... Oh, no, it's definitely number one. This is <laughs> like your... But also, another thing that I thought about was Kanye did not have to do the antics with Drake. He didn't need the antics with Drake prior to this album. No, that's the part that I find a bit pity as well. I would have had more respect for him. I would have looked at this album and like, sure, Kanye's not even worried about Drake. He's in the but, other world but, outside of Drake. But you see, marketing again, right? So why was Soldier Boy going all on Kanye after him not being on the album? Marketing. Clout. What does Soldier Boy do at the same time? He yeah. drops the Rick and Morty music video. Yeah. You know, so Drake is the best guy to have beef with where he's actually mm. responding to you that you can ever fucking have. Yeah. Because just purely the following behind the man also. The media starts talking about you immediately. Mm. I, no, mean, I, I mean, at our little media shop, we on this album, we on their communication, we find the little small stuff that they talk to each other. Simply because it is the news of the day. Yeah. So Kanye isn't doing it in the sense of like, fuck Drake, I think, anymore. It's a marketing play, I think. And everyone has their own marketing plan. We see it with CRB as well. It's a marketing plan on its own. Another re- thing that I really like about the album, and this is this speaks to me as a person on a whole, as a whole, is the actual Christian aspects of it. I do feel that Kanye makes Christianity more relatable. And I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Oftentimes, you know, there's this huge pressure in regards to Christianity and, you know, gospel music and all those sort of things. And like I said, Kanye did it right. Yeah. He spoke about the struggles he has in his marriage, the way he's gone wild. There I go, acting wild again. There I go, going crazy again. He's still a human being. But he's still, yeah. you know what I mean? That sort of vibe. Because he, he, he's still a human. Yeah. But he needs God. He needs God. And that I really, that's what I took out of the album. I'm like, yo, you are, the, you know when they talk about honest artistry and the, all of these rappers, I mean, Louis spoke about it quite a lot. He said, you know, all these rappers are rapping about being rappers. Yeah. And I feel like Kanye broke that now. He's actually given something of himself that's honest and that's real. Yeah. And, but- but I, I also want to take my hat off for guys like Kadi and Drake. Like they also came through hard saying like the stuff that rappers never wanted to speak about back in the day. Mm. It's like, oh, this girl broke my heart. Too. Yeah, it wasn't cool. It wasn't oh, I'm depressed. <laughs> like Kadi came through, he's like, he's depressed he, and his music is about it. Yeah. So it opens up the, because rappers aren't allowed to speak about that. You a mm. big hot gangster nigga and nobody fuck with you type shit. Got money. All that, <laughs> you see, that was the message continuously. And now the diversity of it, of it is fucking amazing. Yeah. And you, like you said, you need to take your hat off to those guys for making it cool to be that person. 
But then the music has to be good. I think that's the main point out of this whole thing. The music has to be good. Yes. Give me top five songs in Donda. Yeah. Do you want me to go first? You can go first because I have a top one and I play it over and over. Actually, let me go to the list and then just make sure that I'm giving my, my order right here. So first and foremost, I have to say, like, without a doubt, has been the most repeated on my phone is Hurricane. Hurricane is definitely the one for me. Um, after Hurricane, Off the Grid. Um, after Off the Grid, I would say um, Pure Souls, definitely. And then just for the artistry sake of it and the pure emotion behind the song, I would say No Child Left Behind. That's number two for me. And then I would say um, number five, I would go with Jail. The Actually, Jail, I can't take... Because the baby's version is good on Jail. Yeah. I can't lie. It's great. Jail, but definitely the Jay-Z version. Yeah, so mine is number one, even though... Even though L, what's it? Yeah, it's cool. Really? Number one for real? That's my number one. Like, but I, I played, like, since I heard it, even on the... So obviously I rub the cuck of the internet because mm. I know how. <laughs> Back in. <laughs> you know? So I rub the whole fucking Apple live stream off when I heard that fucking song. I, even, I said it to everyone. I was like, oh, guys, listen. I still said you the one link as well. Yeah. Um, when I heard that, I was like, fuck me. This is, un- this is some kind of shit. So that's number one for me. Number two for me is I'm No Child Left Behind. Number three is Jail. And that's the only three I'm even gonna gonna call out. Um, Hurricane, Hurricane feels to me like the song that the studio executive got fucking excited about because mm. it's the baby, it's the weekend. They're gonna make a lot of money on the mm. song, but I'm not gonna call it. In my personal, it's just me personally. Mm. No, but, no, no, sure. But, um, it's not the weekend's greatest body. It's not Kanye's greatest body. It's not the baby's greatest body. Little baby, sorry, little, little baby. baby. Little yeah. babies. Nah, baby. interesting. You know, the whole week I've been telling Candace, Francois doesn't really fuck with this album because he hasn't like he hasn't really been talking about it, all that sort of stuff. Nah, I fuck and with then it. I thought, nah. No, of course I fuck with it, but I like I, did, I, like, <laughs> I was a like because maybe it's my age or something, but obviously Jay Z still go to me, like fucking heads down. For me personally, Jay Z's goat. No, definitely. I mean, um, Drake even said that on the billboard, so it yeah. has to be. Listen, <laughs> yeah. you were talking about something if that it you is him on the track. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe we'll it's Biggie. <laughs> the takes, the hard takes. But I have a theory on that whole thing, right? Wait, let's get to before we get there. Before <laughs> yeah. we get there. All right, all right. You said you picked up something on Jail. I picked up something on Pure Souls. Pure Souls is a diss track at Drake. What is Just say? go listen to it again. No, but what part, what part makes you think The that? end part. The end part. So it says, let me actually go to the lyrics. But if you listen very, very closely, you can hear that it's a diss at Drake. That whole last verse again. But his management is now then saying that he's cool with Drake unless he disses him on CLP. I don't believe it at all. So he says at the end, um, I can give a dollar to every person on earth. Man, it's got to be a God's plan. Man, I swear these boys keep Mm. playing. We're going to have to square up. We're going to have to send it up. We're going to have to send it up, he repeats. That is definitely a direct test there. It's definitely. 
definitely. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. That's not even a jab. That's a live to. Listen, what happens when you get divorced from your wife and, you know, you're still cool amicably, but, you know, and she has to support you in everything you do and she decides to post to the gram. No, she must wear that white your, dress and come walk up there and stay. body of work. But you know when it goes wrong is when you're listening to your husband's track on Spotify or on, on Apple and the internet picks up that you're listening to it on mute. She was just screenshotting the <laughs> she had this She heard this album before all of us met. But nah, listen, due diligence. <laughs> Make sure if you're going to promote it, you are arguably the biggest social media star in the world. Besides Ronaldo. Besides Ronaldo. And you're promoting your ex-husband's like work and stuff. At least put the volume up. I agree with you 100%. She definitely heard the whole album and yeah. the, the she CDQ the version. I, when she went to go visit him in Wyoming, she heard the beats playing all day yeah. while this night is going on in the basement, okay. basement there making beats all day. Yeah. And she's taking liquor photos for brands that she's promoting. She's like, yo, I don't, I don't stop fucking playing this numbers now. Yeah, There's no one singing on it. Do you know how cuck it is to be in the studio when they're making music? No, I've heard. <laughs> it sounds terrible. I've heard. It's the worst. A lot of artists say it's the worst experience of their life. <laughs> it's the worst. Because when we, there's cuck. when we hear a full three-minute track, they have taken seconds. They've broken down seconds of that song yeah. and had to re-record it, re-record it, re-record it. So I do get a shame. Let's shoot Kim some bail and say, okay, yeah. you by the time by this the thing time was released, <laughs> was released she was like, you yeah. were probably like, thank God. <laughs> Those things are. But I'm um, like, uh, I really, but obviously it's because of uh, their children and and their um, walls. I'll just call it, <laughs> call it that. Um, her coming in, I, I can't fucking lie. I, I had a tear in my eye. When, um, when she came in, with, she the came white in with the white dress. And that fucking song is so emotional. It it like it touches you in a in a odd way, man. That no child left behind song. Yeah, no, it does. So it when she came in there, I got like a tear in my eye. So um, I called my wife. I'm like, "Yo, baby, can watch us." So tell her to watch us. She's fucking has a tear in her eye. So I was like, "Nah, Kanye is the fuck. He is the most. Let's call it prolific, artist. if that's the right word. Prolific artist of our time. Nah, he's a musical god. I will say that he's flipping amazing. Um. Like I said to you earlier on, it's been like Christmas Eve in Mars. <laughs> look at, we go from one to the other now. Yeah, look at, like, but the, the, then I want to say, right, because there was the whole time this anxiety almost of like, okay, Kanye is dropping, might ruin the whole CLB, and I'm fucking stressing about Drake and all that. Mm. And then it's almost like I also got relieved when Donda came out. Not in the sense that it's going to be better than the one. None, none of that. It just felt like, oh. At least it's not the same time. I can now tune into what I'm actually waiting for. That guy. But without having the stresses of... Of Kanye of, of, looming, of the boogeyman. This, yeah. Being the boogeyman. Do you believe that Universal released it without his permission? In the words of Soldier Boy, that's Cap. <laughs> that's, that's Cap. That's Cap. Uh, I mean, this Brian be delaying this album for three fucking weeks. And uh, you don't? <laughs> how are they going to tell him what to do? I can understand that. Exactly. And for that reason alone, I don't believe it. I can understand, um, you know, with smaller artists, like maybe they're like, no, fuck you. Who are you to tell us when yeah. to drop this thing? No, We're but it's Kanye. It. It's Kanye. But there is a part of me that was maybe like Saturday evening no, or Sunday morning. No, he released morning. it. He released it. It's Sunday. 
But there was an extension date on it. There was an extension the date for the 15th, oh, the 15th of September, sorry. I think. But um, it, the fact it was out on Sunday is for me like, it's a, it's a Kanye plan then. I think at worst what could have happened to shoot Kanye some bail and make whatever he said believable is he maybe uh, submitted the album Sunday morning and by Sunday afternoon he tried to make a call to someone to say, no, I've changed my mind. I don't want to do it. Like, pull it back. But regardless, we have it now. Do you think he's going to release like a deluxe or something else? The deluxe is this. basically on the album, like part two yeah, of part Junior, two. part two of all the tracks. Were you overwhelmed by it being 24 songs? It's a lot of fucking songs. Yeah. But but that's the thing. I haven't listened to it in the correct way yet. And that's why I speak about the kind of timelessness. Mm. I'm not forced to finish it now. Yeah. You can always I will, you can I, will live re- with us. I will repeat my two songs that I listen to the whole time now. Mm. I will repeat them continuously. And then find the others later. And on. then it's a journey. I will eventually find the other ones. <laughs> well done to Kanye. Shout out to Kanye. It was absolutely brilliant. So Drizzy, all Drake. All all day, all Drake. Like yeah. I was, you know, on Christmas Eve when you play Christmas carols. My pajamas is eightgepacker. Yeah. I let's go on the timeline of events. So Kanye says he's gonna extend his album. Drake on Friday last week hacks Sports Center supposedly. Yeah, that's dope. That was I don't believe it. I they know the hack, man. It's a fucking paid ad. It's but, a paid thing. But anyway, but he's like Batman, yeah, the Batman sign, CRB September third. But in the movie, isn't it Joker that places the ad? That's what I thought. I don't remember it being Batman because but that seems just like showed a Joker thing. I can out-Joker you. Yeah. I can make this real scary. And he did. <laughs> he did. And it was <laughs> confirmed. Look, the weird thing is that since he said on Monday, was it Monday? CLB uh, dropping Friday. No, that was on Friday last week. The Sports Center ad. No, no. Um, when, he came out, said, when he came out on his Instagram. I think that was Monday, yeah. The excitement in me has been nonstop. It's been crazy. Like, let me go to, let's talk about the cover first. The actual, we said, like, this is the cover and this cover has been creating a whole lot of stirs in the industry. So three days ago, yes, it was Monday, Certified Lover Boy, September 3rd. And the album cover was revealed to be these pregnant woman emojis. And at first you look at it and you think like, yo, Drake, is this really going to be your album cover? It looks super, like, it looks lazy. Like, pregnant women are amazing. And then you stop yourself. It's deeper than that. And you go check on the internet. What could this potentially mean? And then you realize that it's not actually about the pregnant emoji, uh, the woman. Because you would, like, your your mind would be like, certified lover boy, oh, you... Just making ties kids, all the kinners and you just losing banner even yeah. Because that's that that's the first thought that came to mind for me. But the actual reason behind it is that it doesn't matter that it's this. It's the fact that people are gonna start talking about it. No. That is the standard Drake marketing plan. Uh, yes, that from a social perspective. But he also plugs with one of the greatest artists, real artists of all time, mm-hmm. Damien Hurst. 
So Damien Hirst yeah. actually designed that. I don't know if you know that. No, I didn't. So Damien Hirst is the guy who made all the polka dot stuff fly back in the day. Oh, sure. And to, see, yeah. today, like I, like someone who, who goes deep on the understanding of these things is definitely someone like Ixi Fedkit, hmm. who is Nick's cousin, Nick of Steakbeak's cousin. Yeah. And he's wearing a jeans, right, with, which is the golf wang jeans with the polka dots on. But... If you know, you know that type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> so it is definitely for me in my mind. I'm like, he knows fucking what he's doing. Yeah, Drake is dropping tomorrow. Drake came up with the with the Damien Hirst vibes. His jeans is Damien Hirst. So it is what it is. So uh, it goes deeper than that. It's a deeper, darker thing. <laughs> it's a deeper, darker criminal link. But the the baby thing is obviously the nine months pregnant thing. Yeah, and, and nine months. See our baby nine months. Nine months late. late. But I mean, look at what has happened. Pick and pay has all these a woman like with a smart chopper in the hand. The same emoji sort of situation. Shout out to Pick and Pay social media team. Whoever you are, like I fuck with you guys because you are on trend. Exactly. Like move <laughs> quick. Move yeah, now. You, you on it. And it says and certified smart chopper. I saw my start shopping by you again <laughs> after dissing you guys on Ooh, the yeah. on the words episode. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You better go make amends now with pick and pay. Yeah. Speaking of, like my wife is uh, uh art director for one of the biggest brands in South Africa. And at first she looked at the album cover and she was like, No, Drake, like this is terrible. This this is so lazy. Me too. I From was fucking upset about But you see, like being like I get the in that sense, but right? Yes, from a designer perspective, she was like, This is shit. I could have done a better job because it's just emojis. Yeah. But a few minutes later, when I see Mrs. Counting on the screen. Yeah. I'm like, Babe, what are you counting? No, I just wanted to count if it's nine girls on the actual thing because that makes sense with the nine. But that's the beauty of it. You it see, makes you think, it might get you engaged. You see, and there, were, there was actually. Um, a, a group of people on social media being upset about the fact that he gave Damien Hirst the, the opportunity to, to put this. the cover out because it was like, so, you know, people were always making stuff racial and whatever. Mm. So, like, you you as a black artist, you have the opportunity to put a black artist, to put a on. Black artist on. And that's actually why I post, why I personally posted that picture I posted last night that an episode when I said two more sleepies. Yeah. Um, which was a, a cover that like uh, a black artist made that said this could have been the cover, which like the the a sketch of him with the little floaty things. Oh yes, then, yes, yes, I saw But that. then in hindsight, I'm like, but you got all your inspo from the Damien Hirst thing. Exactly, it all comes from somewhere. <laughs> so and Drake went to source. <laughs> so it was like, yeah, what the fuck are you doing? So uh, like, and Drake's album is too big to be made, to be racial. It's a global fucking. Yeah. He's outside of what sort of racial lines. He's for everyone. He belongs to everyone. And that... Uh, and mother's fucking white baby. Exactly. That's what I said in the week. I mean, we were discussing why is Drake so big? And it's because he touches on every sort of um, the, uh, uh, sort of group. And he touches on, on the black and white side of things. And that's why he's relatable. So, yeah. yeah but this album... There's a lot of pressure on it. <gasps> 
<laughs> so there's rumors going around that it's an R&B album. He's still recording. I saw now. him in, for, in yeah. the studio he's, with he's like, As we're sitting here now, that's but as we're finishing the thing. He better just release that thing tomorrow. There's I just hope his else. internet is fast enough to upload there to the Spotify. <laughs> exactly. That's <laughs> the main thing. Um, so there was rumors going around that Certified Loverboy, it's maybe an R&B album. Ebro came back and said, nah, it's actually a rap album. Full on rap, rap. But like you said yesterday, there's probably going to be a bit of everything. Drake won't put a studio album out. Because this is his first oh, studio like, album on since his, 2018. On his, on his own label. Oh, is this the first one? on? Ooh, I think so, yeah. Ooh. I don't think he's with Young Money Cash Money anymore. That's good. That's gonna be. You see, this, this is his whole bag here. This is him. He can't put this on anyone else. Yeah. So this is like this is the album he makes the most money off of it as well. I'm getting goosebumps. He will. I'm getting literally. There's no way Drake drops an album and not make the Guinness feel some type of way. Nah, definitely. He's gonna go. Certified lover boy. He's gonna go. Don't have numbers with the Guinness. Quickly, who's Houston hero to you? That's what I was going to say. There's so, only one nah, Houston hero. No, listen to my thing. Listen to my thing. Listen to my theory, right? Go ahead. So, all the other areas, he says who's on it. Mm. New York, he doesn't. Says the goat is on. Mm. Houston, he says the Houston hero is on. Mm. It's a one song with Jay-Z and Beyonce on. Oh, my God. You heard it here first. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, we shouted out Candice a lot here, but she said Drake would actually Drake and Beyonce on a song would actually sound woofah. It's a song with Jay Z and Beyonce, and that's the lead single. Drake, Jay Z, Beyonce on the number lead single of the album, and that's we all, all we have for you today on the Recap Podcast. <laughs> we done. Right. Oh, you have the weekend and the vocals. We will put Beyonce. On. Yo. That's my theory. And I swear to fuck, if I'm wrong, <laughs> I'm going to be upset. But it's a just theory. Wow. Am I wrong? It's the only place where he doesn't say the names. That is next. And you know why it hits me like that? It's because it would be someone like Drake to be so intricate and think of something like that. Yeah. And also, like, you don't release Beyonce and Jay-Z's name if you have Beyonce and Jay-Z on one on song. Track, yeah. You release everyone else's names. Everyone the else's usual names suspects. Slime, Thug, well, you see, Star uh, Dollar. Uh, everyone's names. Everyone's names except for the Houston and for... Let me ask you, you something. Jay-Z has been killing features over the past few years. I need a Jay-Z album before the throne drops. Definitely. And I need him to do an album. And not, not a full not a selfish, 44. Not a, I love that album simply because I'm a Pusa Jay-Z fan. Mm. I was playing it in the car now before I stopped here in front of the house. <laughs> See, yeah, the slow <laughs> stars are like. <laughs> you know? I like uh, um, but I need him to make an album. I'm not saying he must make an album for today's social media market. Mm. He must make an album that has Nas on, has all the era Owens from his time, and yeah. maybe bring three or four, or two or three that he selects of the future to feature on, which is an album for the broader spectrum, mm. because he is big enough to not be in the rat race of what Kanye and Drake are finding themselves in. Of yeah. I'm number one, I'm number one. Now he one. is separate. He is very separate from all of them. I, I definitely agree with you on that. But like I was saying, he was killing features, what sort of feature do you think? Because if, 
let me be impartial because I don't think you might feel the same. But I've always felt like like Jay Z hasn't given Drake his best features. He, he gives. He gives him a little. He still gives him enough to be always, like I'm still Jay Z. But it's always advisory on it, right? He's always advising Drake on the features. It. I need to go back. I need to go look at it from that perspective. So listen to the first one was, "Hey Drake, yes, are they gonna come at you? Pound cake. Trying to uh, no before that. Um, try and distract you with these silly rap feuds. You gotta listen to the fucking nah, music. Let me go listen properly. So it's like um, he on Drake on his first feature with Drake. He tells Drake what's gonna happen to his career. He tells him what's gonna happen. They try. They're gonna try and distract you with all the silly rap feuds. And Sylvanas, he, he's the fucking goat. He told him like this. Yeah. So and then the other features is always like and then that's why I, I think by the third album, Drake was like, "Nah, I need another verse at the end of it," because usually Jay Z would close mm. the verse, the close the track with the verse. Yeah. And then so uh, that what's talk up talk up when uh, talk up was the last one. Yeah, on Scorpion, but it's the one before that. Um, I need to go back. Wasn't it pancake? I th- it's a pancake. Yeah. We when Drake has another verse at the, at the end. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, I need to go like, back. Um, yeah, trying to little, trying to little bro me. When Drake says they're trying to little mm. bro me, dog. What, what, what? That was definitely a Jay Z. Yeah. I need to go listen to it like that again because normally, it, you know what? Why I say that is because Jay Z's feature on Meek Mill's album was. Far better than what I've ever heard Jay Z feature on a Drake. But song. you see, the message Jay Z is able to deliver on a Meek Mill album is not what is is not the same message you can deliver on a Drake album. Mm, true. On a Meek Mill album, it is about the black socially man, conscious, the black man struggle, the being imprisoned, being incarcerated. Nah, that I get vibes, you. Vibes, vibes. I get you. So the message comes through harder. It's like a stronger. Because mm. it hits you. It's like this is real talk. Yeah, this Jay Z talk. On on a Drake album, it's difficult actually for him. I think. Let's let's go through how you listen to this album tomorrow morning. It drops. Take us through your preparation on this. I'm an early man in the morning, every morning. Yeah. I'm I'm known for being up early every morning. <laughs> the early risers. <laughs> so I'm going to wait there. And my gut is telling me that I'm going to sit there like a big puss <laughs> waiting <laughs> for the fucking thing to drop. And it's what not going to come Give out. us a time. So usually, because uh, I usually check the Spotify drops, and they usually drop around six o'clock at African time. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I don't think Drake is gonna bless us with that. He's gonna give us seven, eight o'clock. He's gonna give you a, a later in the day story. Later in the day. No, ah, damn. But also, I'm not gonna take the chance to look at that. Look at Sarah one. one. What do you uh, think of this? These notes that the, his, um, mother's, his mother's rhymes. She says. Let's finally come. The countdown has reached one. With each new album, my heart skips a, skips a beat. Being your mother has been my life's greatest treat. It's been a long, hard road together. Now, there's one more day to go. I want to celebrate you, son, more than you'll ever know. Okay, now we know which Jake got his bars. Shout out to OVO. <laughs> Shout out to OVO, Baba, man. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be real. It's going to uh, from uh, my experience, because when views dropped, me and you were on WhatsApp with each other back in the day. Cuck early in the morning. And it didn't come. And 
sir. Also, but that time South Africa wasn't international enough. Yeah. So our licenses and stuff like was, it wasn't global releases. Remember? Mm, I remember. We so were struggling. we had to try and hack the fucking system, system man, to get it. to get the American version and. Scorpion okay. didn't disappoint us though. Scorpion came out cack early. Yeah. We were. I remember it was very very early in the morning. But we're still recording a couple of verses now. Nah, it's quick. Nah, Drake has the best of the best yeah. in in equipment, in download, in internet. Like <laughs> I think he might have the plug to the straight one, one take Drake, twenty four gov- bars to go. Government, governmental like internet server. I think he might have yeah, that. Nah, he's nah, he's got that. He's locked in. He's got the whole fiber in his ass. That was forty eight minutes of straight Kanye Donner. Kanye What else was it's the same? Do? Like we were talking about it yesterday. Or two days ago at work, we were like, the go binge page can't do anything else. Like, what, what the fuck what else? What are we supposed it to? It is the, the biggest hype in this culture right now. Yeah, there's nothing else. We would be failing in our duty as the Red Cup podcast. Because the teacher, aka, <laughs> dropping another number tomorrow. That's actually the question I want to get to you. In your honest opinion, is it advisable for anyone to drop tomorrow? Because the teacher, aka, dropping at 12 tonight. But tomorrow, big mistake. Do you think any artist should drop on the same day that Drake drops? And uh, let's maybe not a single. I might be able to still get to a single. It's a single in but between. It's a big mistake. But an album. Imagine you as an artist decide to drop an Imagine album. Imagine your label tells you, <laughs> "Look here, you planned for <laughs> you fucked." No, no, you don't drop tomorrow. Don't you like, don't if drop. You, even if you like, if you're still able to now pull your album back, pull your album back. You don't drop on uh, even on Sunday. When Donda was dropping, I know no one drops on a Sunday. But still, even with these big artists like this, you don't drop on the same day. Yeah, no, you. There's a lot of people that feel the algorithms are going to algorithm, and people will get to your album. Not even Ed Sheeran will drop tomorrow. Nah, that's everyone must stay clear. Only bro who can make noise on this level is Ed Sheeran or Taylor Swift. It's silent tomorrow for everyone. You know when you go to Spotify's new releases for that day. It's all CLB, I think. But there is a nice... Uh, but here's my question. Because Drake had the, had the Apple deal first. Yeah. Remember with OVO Radio and all yep. that. So obviously something went wrong there. Definitely. Because Drake is more of a Spotify man now. Amazon Music also. If you look at the bottom of the billboards, you can see Amazon like Amazon, music. Google, Google Music. Mm. It's... Uh, from the streaming wars side of things, Apple got me on Apple now. Mm. From what, what Drake, Kanye's be? album convinced me as a consumer to use Apple Music. What happens tomorrow? If I was Spotify, I would give Drake the fucking bag. You guys still have time to call that man. Call him fucking call right him now. now. And offer him everything he wants. <laughs> one hour, one hour premium on Spotify. You know, this is like in sport, sports betting, betting on a one, one-on-one, like a one out of one chance of this thing yeah. popping off. This is a sure bet tomorrow. This guy is going to sell the most albums ever. this whole no, year. This ever. is going to be, he's going to go straight. Come and go check his number quickly. What is his number as we're sitting here? It's going to be madness. On Spotify. Let's see. Drizzy Drake. 
strike artist. Just gonna write to the bottom of Monthly it. listeners, 50 billion odd. 50 billion? In, nah, it's not that. 14th. Million. He's 14th in the world. But it takes a week to update. This time next week, he's the number one artist in the world. Again. Yep, definitely. But when we record next week, it will definitely be him. He is ahead of Kanye without dropping anything. Just, just people like us going back and listening to the old stuff, getting ready. The power of Jersey Drake, man. I <laughs> <laughs> look at Jersey's gonna, gonna shake the room tomorrow. Number of songs. I, d- I hope he doesn't go twenty four like Kanye. I don't think he has no, it. I think, I it's, think a it's a 13. 16, 16, yeah. 13, 16. I hope, I hope sixteen. Sixteen is a good number. Listen, after our uh, post our OnlyFans discussion last week, I got you know after the podcast people <laughs> yeah. listen and they get into sort of conversations and they break down the pod. I got into an interesting conversation about OnlyFans and whether it is considered as cheating when you sub to the to the um to the platform. And I realized, and then, you know, I, I dug a bit deeper to understand how is that cheating. Yeah. And then I was met back with, listen, but you're going to be talking to someone that you possibly know. You didn't talk to them? And then I was like, no, this is the thing. We need to educate the woman out there yeah. about OnlyFans. You're not talking to them? I think that women have the perception <coughs> That there's girls in Cape Town, for instance. Oh, that it's like I a would, live chat, like a live video. Babe. Yes. And there's, there's someone, it's almost like a Facebook that you could subscribe to someone that you could run into. Um, but that is the fans. scary part of it. Yes, yes. That is that, possible. That, that is what I'm saying. Like, yeah, if it's a local, like Pornhub, you're yeah. never going to fucking see that people. But exactly. That's the thing. I was like, if you're okay with someone, your partner or your husband watching porn, then why would you not be okay with him subscribing to an OnlyFans page? And then I realized... It's, it's too close to home. Th- but that's what they think. And obviously, like you said, there is a possibility for a guy to go subscribe to this girl's link in bio situation <laughs> in bio, that she has in Cape Town. But I don't even think <coughs> girls in Cape Town or South Africa are really... There are obviously a few of them, but it's not a lot of them. The popular ones aren't doing it. Yeah. Which I think is fucking one. silly. If I had, if I had like... If you were out there like that. 100,000 followers that vibe. I'd be fucking make you pay to watch my cock. And I won't even be nude. Yeah. It'll it would just, just be, be in a young fucking G-string vibe there or some cock. Something that I would have most likely posted on Instagram or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But I understand. It's like you just need to be educated around it. And I think a lot of people are not educated around what OnlyFans is or what it's supposed to be. They they think there's something. It's almost like a a prostitute service or something yeah, like that. It's like they think the most hardcore cash. Yes, yeah. exactly. But it's not that. It's, it's not that. But there's something. But then I make again from the viewer perspective, from the male perspective, I must give both sides of the story. Mm. There is something, and that's maybe why it could be classified as cheating because it is more thrilling seeing, possibly seeing, mm. um, exotic. <laughs> Stuff of someone that you could possibly run, run into. into. Yeah, it's a more of a throw. Yeah. And there is the chat function, but I mean, like... They're okay. not going to reply if they've got like a 10,000... It's like the same as trying to DM someone yeah. on Instagram. But do you know what? I, I? It comes back to, it depends on who you're with. Like, it depends on the person you're with. And if you set up the boundaries with your partner, 
like then you should be cool as long as you talk about it and you communicate about it. But in the comments, let us know if you think that OnlyFans is classified as cheating and why. Yeah, you need to give reasons as to why these but things. But no, I think it's clear as daylight that this episode is called the CLB episode. No, it is the Certified Lover Boys. I got something <laughs> for your head top for the artwork also. <laughs> <laughs> Just watch. Just watch. Speaking of couples, this was a very interesting story. As per News 24, a Cape Town couple to call it quits over 18 years because husband refuses to get the jab. A Cape Town couple has decided to end their marriage because one partner refuses to be vaccinated. Um, the, after 18 years of marriage, it was be, it's uh, been a very difficult decision. But after seeing the husband like with AIDS last year and struggling like that, the husband now decided to not get the vaccine. The wife did. Should, we so the husband, but the husband is HIV positive. No, COVID. Got oh. COVID oh. last year. Oh, I thought you said AIDS now. Oh, see. shit. Did I? Sorry. No, COVID. <laughs> yeah. COVID, COVID. So he had COVID last year, but for some reason, he's probably not thinking of getting um, the vaccine now. And this has caused them, because she's obviously for the vaccine, seeing him go through that struggle, she's for the vaccine. And yeah. they're just not agreeing on it, and now they decided to call it quits. My yeah. question is, Obviously, we're not in that situation because both our partners decided to get vaxxed. But, but do you think of, that is such... Had, neither of them had COVID. Yeah, but, but do you think that's such a big of a deal breaker if you're in a relationship with someone and they decide to not get vaxxed? Te- technically, right? At ease, you're guys. both still able to get the fucking... to get COVID. Yes. I'm just more protected against it when it does come. So she's wrong. She's wrong. In my book. I think he's wrong. Do you know why I think he's wrong? I think he's wrong because she obviously had to take care of him when he was super, super sick. And, you know, with COVID, it's a life and death situation. So also emotionally, I'm assuming they've been married for 18 years. Maybe they have kids together. Of course, yeah. You on a daily basis, like you're not sure whether the parent is going to live or die. And you're in the house together, and it's an emotional draining cycle. Situation you have to take care you of think the kids. My husband is gonna die. You have to take care of the husband. The insurance is unsorted out. The life isn't sorted out. You the know what fucking I mean? all that cack, yeah. You get what I'm saying. So it's like financially, it's a, it's a, it's a stressful time. Emotionally, it's a stressful time. And also, so she probably looked at him and she's like, "Look here, bruh. You put me through the most last year." Yeah, and you now not deciding to you're get gonna this show vaccine. me you're not gonna fucking save us. Yeah, and <laughs> don't think of yourself. Think of because but, that's the but, actual but, principle but, of it. It's like you're not thinking of yourself anymore. But he's probably worried because he knows how it feels, right? He knows, mm. and whether it's true or not true, the social media stuff could make you believe that you're injecting the virus in you. Yeah, all those other... That brass bubble, like, fuck that noise. Nah, not I'm not going to put that shit back in me. So, it's a, a... But at the end of the day, if either of them gets COVID, it's not like the vaccine prevents you from, from getting, getting COVID. COVID. Yeah. Just makes you stronger when you do get it. And not to get those symptoms as intensely. Yeah, so I don't think it's divorce-worthy. But surely, I guess there's a lot more to it. Just quickly, I keep on forgetting to ask you this. News 24 is obviously getting people, they're not selling newspapers anymore like that. And obviously, you need to make your money somehow. 
The sub game. The subscription game, and it's these specifically 75 Rand per month. I pay that. I pay it. I think it's a good amount yeah. because if you look at back in the day, newspapers were what, 10 Rand, 12 Rand? Yeah, my dad had these papers delivered to his house every morning. Three different fucking newspapers every morning. I think morning. I'm actually going to subscribe because, in all honesty, I get most of my content for this part. <laughs> I pay the, I, I've been paying them for, since it started. Is it? Yeah. No, nah, I think I need to. Like, like I literally only like, right. Because you know I'm an early riser, right? Mm. So, like, literally six in the morning, the only app I'm on is on News 24. Nah, quite. No, that's all. Uh, that's all I wanted to like confirm because I hate no, it when I'm, I'm like, reading an article I like, you know, and I can't get to the end of it. I, like yes, there's the argument of where the Khurat Nasper machine that that they, they don't need money. Why must you pay them? Nah, but I pay for your fucking media, man. Yeah, not true. You want the stuff. Pay for it. Pay for it, definitely. You are willing to pay Netflix and... You're paying everybody. DSTV you're paying your Spotify. Yeah. You're paying everybody. Pay, the, pay your local news. And brand. the journalists are definitely an important... Yeah. Um, they play an important role in society. Now, nah, that was all the convention I need to to subscribe to it. I'm definitely going to subscribe no, you, to news. But are you not going to get the bitter sauce? Yeah, for content. No, definitely. But also just to give back. And like you said... That's an important thing. Pay for your entertainment. Yeah. Pay for your media. If you're done with like I do it for financial news and stuff. That's like the main, main thing I go to read. Mm-hmm. So fucking, I'm not going to, like the other, the other one that pays 29 rand is MoneyWeb. So MoneyWeb is 29 rand a month. Mm-hmm. And that's like company news, like real company news. Like, but that's for you specifically, your that's field. That's for someone, so. not even my field, like someone who's really into what companies are doing and, mm-hmm. So now yeah. I definitely agree with you. Um, it has begun. Discovery is talking about making it compulsory. Oh, well, I thought you need TLB again. Because <laughs> I'm fucking <laughs> waiting here. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm waiting, man. It's coming. It's not going to be a CLB party there at the fucking office tomorrow. <laughs> All I know is I'm past five. I'm there at <laughs> the <laughs> office. I can't, I can't. Tomorrow. I've got, I've got some, I've got things to do on Saturday. So yeah, <sighs> let's talk tomorrow. <laughs> uh, Discovery is talking about making it mandatory for the staff to to get the vaccine. But listen, it's not what's even next? just about that. What's next? Is all the all the um, uh, what's it? What's the thing that you get the extra stuff with? I'm at Prof Mid, so Discovery Moose has, what's the thing called that you get on the side? Vitality. The, all Vitality members needs mm, to be needs to get it. But it's not even just about that. Like we've been saying, everyone is at some point going to run into a situation where they need to have been vaccinated. Whether it's going to the sport uh, games, to the stadiums, whether it's going to a bar or a restaurant. Just go get the fucking thing. It's, save yourself the stress. Yeah, save yeah, yourself yeah. the stress. I have quite a few other topics, but we over an hour at the moment. It's a CLB edition, but do we just want to call it as the CLB edition and be like we keep the rest for next week? It's the CL. It's a CLB. It's the CLB edition. edition. It's unfortunate, but it's ladies the, and gentlemen, just bear with us this uh, this episode. <laughs> yeah, like we, okay, we even like we 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 don't even diving deep into this stuff. Like. Yes, like we can get very geeky when it comes to this. I was going to take you through all of the previous Drake covers. And what they did. And the, so we spared you quite a bit. Listen, just share in the experience with us. If if all goes to plan, 
No one is gonna have an hour to listen to us tomorrow. That makes sense. You know that thought crossed my mind. <laughs> so, so I'm like, yeah. it's cool. It's cool. Anyway, in, happy Friday, everyone. Hope you guys have a good weekend. Enjoy yourselves. This has been us. It's been me, Keenan, and that's boy five. We are. <laughs> See you. Wait, is that Keenan on the mic? New, new, new. Fresh as fuck.